all of us have had moments where we sit in bed at night just worrying and thinking about everything, either what happened that day or worrying about what's going to happen tomorrow to the point where we've lost sleep over it. And I think that's definitely a tactic of the enemy to keep us paralyzed in this place of worry and fear. And instead, if we could take that skill, and that's really what it is, that skill of ruminating or rehearsing something over and over in our mind, and change the content of that to God's word, that is a process of meditation that will produce in us a result of peace or comfort or joy and it's the opposite of what the enemy is doing to us keeping us bound instead we can experience freedom in that way so we're going to talk about that and some ways to accomplish that all that and more stay tuned hey friends welcome to the hearing jesus podcast do you sometimes doubt if you're truly hearing god's voice or if it's really your own and how do you know the difference do you ever struggle to feel confident in your relationship with god and what he says in his word Do you sometimes feel stagnant or like maybe you hit a wall in your spiritual life? Hey, I'm your host, Rachel Grohl, missionary, author, pastor, and life coach, and I have been there. I too was doubting God's voice in my own life. I felt insecure about my relationship with Him, and I wanted to be obedient to what God was calling me to do, but I wasn't quite sure how to figure out what that was. I felt like I was wasting time trying to figure it out, and I just wanted a way to understand His will for my life. The answer for me was found in the pages of the scriptures, as I learned how to understand what they were actually saying. If you're ready to grow in your faith and to step confidently into the calling God has for you, then join me as we dig deep into God's Word so that you can learn to live out your faith in your everyday life. Hey friends, before we get into today's episode, I have a quick word. I know you've been frustrated with being confident in how to tell the difference between hearing from God and wondering if it's your own voice. Listen, I know. I've been there myself. That's why I wrote the Bible study, She Hears, Learning to Listen to Jesus. This is a six-week study that takes you through the book of John, looking at six women in the life of Jesus. It also teaches the color method of Bible study, which helps you to learn how to really understand the scriptures. I include lots of cultural and historical information, and it really makes these familiar passages of scripture just come alive. This is a great study to do on your own, to do with some girlfriends or even some teenage girls, and it will help you really gain the confidence in how to hear from the Lord and set you up with some tools that will stay with you long after the study is over. You can find that on my resources page at shehears.org. And for a limited time, I'm offering all of my podcast listeners a special discount of 20% off. You can use the discount code hearing Jesus. That's one word, all caps to get your discount. There are also some free videos and a leader's guide for you to get started. Again, head to shehears.org and you can find the Bible study on the resources page. Hey friends, welcome back to the Hearing Jesus podcast. Today is day three of our study on meditation, biblical meditation. So today we are going to be talking about this idea of ruminating or rehearsing over and over in the mind. And we're going to start by looking at a passage from the Psalms. We've been in the Psalms quite a bit this week. This is Psalm 63, and this is a Psalm of David, and um, it was when David was in the desert of Judah. It says, You, God, are my God. Earnestly I seek you. I thirst for you. My whole being longs for you in a dry and parched land where there is no water. 
I have seen you in the sanctuary and beheld your power and your glory. Because your love is better than life, my lips will glorify you. I will praise you as long as I live, and in your name I will lift up my hands. I will be fully satisfied as with the richest of foods. With singing lips, my mouth will praise you. Pay attention to this part. On my bed, I remember you. I think of you through the watches of the night. Because you are my help, I sing in the shadow of your wings. I cling to you. Your right hand upholds me. Those who want to kill me will be destroyed. They will go down to the depths of the earth. They will be given over to the sword and become food for jackals. But the king will rejoice in God, and all who swear by God will glory in him, while the mouths of liars will be silenced. And again, I'm going to read it in the Passion Translation. And remember, King David was in exile basically in the wilderness when he wrote this. Oh God of my life, I'm lovesick for you in this weary wilderness. I thirst with the deepest longings to love you more, with cravings in my heart that can't be described. Such yearnings grip my soul for you, my God. I'm energized every time I enter your heavenly sanctuary to seek more of your power and drink in more of your glory. For your tender mercies mean more to me than life itself. How I love and praise you, God. Daily I will worship you and passionately with all my heart. My arms will wave to you like banners of praise. I overflow with praise when I come before you, for the anointing of your presence satisfies me like nothing else. You are such a rich banquet of pleasure to my soul. Again, pay attention right here. This is verse 6. I lie awake each night thinking of you and reflecting on how you help me like a father. I sing through the night under your splendor shadow, offering up to you my songs of delight and joy. I'm going to stop there. So what we're talking about today is this concept of rehearsing or ruminating God's word or thinking about God. And a lot of times that's at night. And so if you don't know that word ruminating, ruminating is the natural thing that we do when we are worried about something. We kind of just think about it over and over. It keeps, it's right in the forefront of our mind. For me, I, for most of my life have struggled with insomnia. For me, it's, that's a, it's a trauma response because it wasn't safe to sleep a lot of times. And so part of insomnia, I think for a lot of people is ruminating and uh, just stressing and, and worrying about something. And there was a season of my life, especially it's gotten a lot better now, but I would ruminate on all sorts of things like the trauma of my past, likely the chaos of my present and even stressing about my future. It was a constant thing. And whether it was the weight of finances or even something as simple as my to-do list, you know, you know how we are. We, these kinds of things can keep us up at night. And of course I did all the things like that they suggest writing things down, taking a hot bath, making a checklist, journaling. Um, you know, I tried all the tactics, but I would still end up in this place. And I think it's normal. There's a natural tendency that we have as humans in living in a fallen world that we have to worry and, and to ruminate on things. And, and then we kind of rehearse them over and over in our mind. Meditation is taking that skill, really, it's a skill, and using the content of ruminating as the word of God. And that really changes things for us. Psalm 63 that we just read, verse 6, 
That's what we read. I lie awake each night thinking of you and reflecting on how you help me like a father. This idea of meditating on God in bed at night, it helps us think of God and think through God. And so our worries for, I don't know, for whatever reason, my worries always feel bigger at night, probably because I'm tired, I'm stressed, things just always feel bigger. But when we start meditating on God instead of the worries of the world or the worries of our lives, something starts changing in us. Um, Psalm 119, verse 148. uh, My eyes stay open through the watches of the night that I may meditate on your promises. And so meditating on God's promises is a good way to combat that nighttime worrying season. Um, I think when we intentionally seek out and think about the promises of God, versus the worries of the world, it's a whole different aspect for us, not only in our emotions, but in our relationship with God. In Psalm 1 verse 2, um, it, it actually says we're blessed for this. So verse 1 says, blessed is the one who does not walk and step with the wicked or stand in the way that sinners take or sit in the company of mockers. But then saying you're blessed is the one whose delight is in the law of the Lord, who meditates on his law day and night. And so this idea of ruminating, of of almost like chewing on something, thinking about it over and over, what does that practically look like? Well, for me, and again, what we talked about in the She Hears Bible study is this idea of meditating on the same passage until not only that you understand it and comprehend it, but it's starting to become a part of you. And so for me, what that looks like is I will print these and I usually write them out by hand because um, there's there's a memory you know, it helps with your memory when and it, it's triggered when you're starting to write things out by hand. But I will take a portion of scripture that I really want to meditate or focus on. And even not the whole thing, just a couple of the verses. And I will put it on post-its or index cards all around the house. And so I'm sitting at my desk right now and there's a window above me. I have post-its on my window that are, now they're taped on there, but, um, they have verses on them that I want to commit to memory because I want that to become part of my heart. So at night when I'm sitting there and I'm worrying about something, I can meditate on God's word instead. So, um, and one of the things that people ask me all the time is, you know, I might do my devotions in the morning or a lot of people listen to my podcast as their devotional. But then what about the rest of the day? I just forget about God sometimes. Well, this is a really good way to engage with scripture throughout your day if you put it around your house. And so for me, I have it above the sink in the kitchen. So when I'm doing dishes, I can, I'll have the same verse there. I have it on the bathroom mirror. I have it above the light switch. And it's funny, my kids do this too. So if you go in the rooms, there's different Bible verses like taped to their walls and stuff. Um, but even things like in the laundry room, when I'm doing laundry, uh, I have it on the wall next to where the dryer is and it starts to remind me. So instead of forgetting about it, it's front and center around the different areas of my house where I'm going to see it. I keep it in front of me. And so there are specific things that we can meditate, meditate on. And I know that we kind of came out of this scary season. We're still coming out of it, of COVID, but all the time, you know, regardless if it's that or, you know, the illness is something that in our humanness we have to deal with instead of worrying or 
rehearsing the what if like for me when COVID first hit there was still so many unknowns and there was no vaccinations and I just as a mom I'm like oh my gosh like I don't want this to affect my kids and I just remember being in a place for the first couple weeks just of fear and this was so helpful to me to break through some of that fear starting to meditate in God's word so what I would encourage you to do is to find a specific scripture. If you're not meditating on a scripture that you're already doing in your Bible study and you're really struggling with something, that's what, this is what I would re- recommend. Find a scripture that deals with whatever it is you're struggling with and then meditate on that until you have gotten it to a place where it is internalized in your spirit. So for healing, so Isaiah 53, 5 I would meditate on that. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. By his stripes, we are healed. And so even sometimes I would only do a portion of it. So I would just do by his stripes, we are healed. And actually we do that even when our kids are struggling with something like a broken, you know, Hopefully we don't have too many more of these, but like a broken bone or something that takes a longer time to heal. We would thank God and we would meditate on that scripture. We thank you, God, that by your stripes we are healed. John 16, 33, if I am needing peace, I've told you all this that you may have peace in me. Here on earth you will have many trials and sorrows, but take heart because I have overcome the world. So I would meditate on that scripture and say, thank you, God, that you are the peace giver and you have overcome the world. And because of you, I can have peace. Whatever it is that you're needing, take a scripture that speaks to that emotional or spiritual or physical need. And instead of focusing on the need, focus on God's word. And so if you don't know where to find these, great news. Google it. Like, you know, we, we, it used to be that you would have to get out your, uh, Strong's concordance or, you know, in the back of your Bible, some of the bigger study Bibles would have a concordance and you'd have to find the word and then go look it up. Um, we now have the Bible app, which is free on our phones or any computer. You can just look it up or you could Google it or, you know, now there's a lot of times if you need a specific I'll sometimes I'll do this. If I need a specific scripture, I'll hit hit that into a Google search and then I'll get a list of like 25 scriptures that all have to do the same thing. It's so easy now. So really there's no excuse. Uh, if you need comfort, 2 Corinthians 1, 3, and 4. All praise to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. God is our merciful Father and the source of all comfort. He comforts us in all of our troubles so that we can comfort others. So I would meditate on that and say thank you god that you comfort us in all of our troubles if you're needing joy um john John 15 verse 9 um i say this so that my joy may be in you and your joy may be complete so if i was meditating on that i would just say to myself over and over thank you god that my joy is complete in you so in these moments what happens is, is we start to commit these things to our heart as we meditate on them at, at night. Instead of worrying about everything, we're meditating on God's word. What starts to happen is throughout your life, when things pop up, guess what else pops up? You got it. God's word. Because it's living and active. It's God's word. It's the primary way that he speaks to us. And people say this all the time. They, they don't hear from him. It's because they don't read his word. He uses his word to speak to us. And I can't tell you how many times where people will ask me to pray and they'll, or they'll say to me, you know, I just don't hear from God the way you do. And I will say to them, well, what are you reading in God's word? What are you reading the Bible right now? Oh, well, I really just don't have time to read the Bible. Are you kidding me? 
how do you expect somebody, to, how do you expect to hear from God if you're not actually reading his word? That makes no sense. And so what happens is, is as we spend time committing and being intentional to meditating on his word, he uses his word throughout our daily lives to minister to us in the moments that we need it. Sometimes the temptation for people is to say, well, I don't really have the time. Um, I don't, I don't want to, especially if I'm in bed, I don't want to sit there and, you know, go take the time to go look it up. Well, honestly, that's dumb. I mean, you're already sitting there, you're worrying about it. 99% of the time, most people have their phone next to them in bed. It's probably part of the reason they are worrying about something. Just look it up. Look up Bible verse about stress, Bible verse about anxiety, Bible verse about depression, Bible verse about peace, whatever it is that you need, just Google it. And use that time to do something that's productive that's going to help you get out of that place. In fact, it's the real only way you're going to fully get out of it. You're not dumb. But doing that is dumb, just to be clear. I love you. So the choice is to meditate on God's word. And then that choice, this is the discipline, the spiritual discipline part, the choice to do this. It's in that choice that God meets us. And so God replaces the worry or the fear or whatever it is with his word. That's the process of learning how to hear from God, getting in his word, ruminating on his word, meditating on his word. Let's pray. God, we thank you that in our choice to be obedient to listening to your word, that you meet us, that you meet us there in that place where we do not have to live in fear. We do not have to worry about the chaos of the world, that we can rest knowing that our joy is complete in you, that we have perfect peace in you, that by your stripes we are healed, all the promises of scripture. God, I thank you for the way that your word so clearly speaks to the things that we struggle with now, even in today's lives. Um, God, we thank you that your word is living and active and it continues to minister to our hearts. I pray that you would give my friends that are listening today a craving for your word, a craving that cannot be satisfied until they meet it in you. God, I thank you that you long to meet us where we're at. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Hey friends, if this podcast helped encourage, empower, or equip you for God's call on your life, I would love it if you would head over to Apple Podcasts and leave me a review. That's the number one way you can support my show. You can also join our free Facebook community or Instagram page where I share inspirational tips, resources, and prayer throughout the week. Hey, I want you to know I'm praying for you this week. Know that you are loved, you are cherished, and you are His.